imposing grandeur, the quality or state of being impressive or awesome. purpose of studying theology or reading books, it's, it's not to gain our own intellect, but rather it is to bring us to Him. Because when you see how holy and how majestic our Creator is, the more you worship Him. He is our imposing grandeur. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Imposing Grandeur Radio. It's me, Avery, here today. We are back from our hiatus. If you have not heard our first episode of Where We've Been, you can find that and listen to that first if you'd like. But today we are back with Annie. We're going to be talking through what Annie has been going through the past few months. Um, And we talked in our first episode how these episodes are not to flaunt what we've been doing or to make people pity us or anything like that. This is to just encourage those that have maybe been where we're at and also to reiterate that we're real humans that God is sanctifying and working on. And these are things that he has been showing us and guiding us through and the glory is all to him and not to ourselves. So we hope that you'll be encouraged and enjoy listening in. Um, But today we're going to be talking through just what Annie has been going through in her own transition season um, Annie, do you feel comfortable sharing just what you've been up to? Um, tell the audience more about your transition season and what you've been learning. Um, we would love to listen in and be encouraged by you. Sure. Um, I'd love to share. Um, so I graduated college in May and that was a very exciting time. And, uh, another exciting thing found out I was pregnant a few weeks after that, um, literally like two or three weeks right after Avery had shared that she was pregnant. It was a really joyful few weeks, just anticipating the future. Um, and if you haven't listened to our first where you've been episode, um, I would definitely encourage you do that because as Avery shared, she miscarried and lost her sweet baby. Um, which has been, this is not a season I would have pictured for any of us by any means. Um, but in regards to transition seasons, um, like I mentioned, I finished college. So I went from being a college student, the young married person without children. So all, a lot of my community that I spent a good amount of my time with were uh, couples without children. and. Now I am not in college and I am married with child. I don't have children yet in the out of the womb sense, but oh, we're moving in March. So I only have a few more, or like a few more months here in Kentucky where we currently live. And I didn't expect this season to be difficult in the way it was. I really. Have felt and still do to some degree, just a lot of loneliness and um, purposelessness, even though neither of those things are true. As Avery mentioned in her episode, like often um, 
any type of grief or suffering can be very isolating and our sinful flesh is tempted to believe like we're completely alone in this and nobody understands how I feel when that's never true. Um, Same with purposelessness. Obviously, as a believer, my purpose is found in Christ and glorifying him. This transition season, I, I normally hate that phrase just because I feel like it implies like oh, I'm just here doing nothing until this next season that God brings me in. And then then I'll start doing whatever he's called me to, which that's not really what I'm trying to get at. It's more so just like, I, I mean, I have adopted that mentality. And so God has just really been very gracious to me and humbled me a lot through the season. And I've realized a lot of my feelings were rooted in my um, my sinfulness. And instead of seeking the Lord and asking God, like, you've obviously put me in the season for a reason, I would spend hours watching TV or just being sad and being okay with being sad. And um, not saying that sadness is sinful, but I was wallowing in my sadness. And I'm just very thankful to the Lord because he's been very gracious and um, surrounding me with people in my life that have been able to encourage me to not do those things, but also inadvertently through their own sufferings. Like Avery talked about all of her sufferings in the past episode have been able to encourage me. And um, as Alexa is going to talk about in our next episode, her travels um, to Africa. And that was very uh, encouraging to kind of revitalize my faith. And uh, just, I started reading this book about prayer and was very humbled at how lacking my prayer life was and how I needed far more communication with the Lord. And there's a quote from Charles Spurgeon, which I'm going to butcher, but it's essentially like there is not a single Christian that is a Christian that does not pray. The Christian Mm -hmm. life requires prayer. And I definitely see that now. Um, I've been far more intentional by the grace of God in communicating with the Lord and being honest when I just, I feel like I don't have the words to speak of just saying, God, you know my heart and I, I'm, I'm struggling right now. And that has been just very transformative, not necessarily my circumstances. I still feel sometimes, um, I guess, just sad that we're moving and lonely because I'm like just sad. Just sad. Then I started this journey with my best friend doing um being pregnant and not and being in very different spots right now. Um but just being uh just simply trying to be content with what the Lord has given me in the day to day. And um, it's really still a season very much of learning and growing. As I went from a lifestyle that was very easy to be about me, I dictated my schedule, I went to my classes, I hung out with whoever I wanted, to knowing that in just a few months, my life is going to revolve around this child and I'm going to be a mother and uh it's just it's been a lot to process and I'm the Lord is still just teaching me a lot 
um, through that season about just being content and trusting God and not being lazy, honestly. Um, so yeah, I would say that has been the essence of my quote unquote transition season. Annie, thank you for sharing. It means a lot to us and we can glean a lot from what you're going through. Um, I know you shared some of the most difficult things that you've walked through um, during this time. So what would you say has been maybe in the hardest things that you did just share about what has also been the joys that you've seen and also what has God been teaching you about himself other than your prayer life, you wanting to grow in that and just the satisfaction you found in him even in this awkward in between. I feel like awkward in between is a really good way to describe it. Um, It's not been bad, but it's not been great. It's just been kind of this awkward in between. Um, God has showed me more about himself and my sinful self, I would say, during this last season, more so than any point in my life. Um, It's been, uh, as Avery, you talked about, like just balancing that joy and sorrow through suffering. And the fight for joy has been difficult for me, Um, especially because like what I mentioned earlier, um, starting this journey with Avery and then through pregnancy and being in very different spots and trying to be excited that God has chosen me to be the mother of this child um, is something I have to weekly fight for and pray for. Um, Cry all you want. I didn't want to cry. (laughs) It's good though. Um, but and a lot of that stems back to this lesson of contentment. I feel that I've been the Lord has been showing me. And normally you think contentment is you don't have something that you want and you're frustrated at God because you don't have that thing you want. And it's been I think it's been so ground shaking for me because I have something I want, but somebody I love deeply doesn't. And just being frustrated with the Lord and asking a lot of questions like, why God? Why? Like Alexa, you talked about earlier, like, how could any good come from this? And I struggled with a lot of questions like, Lord, why did you allow us to have three weeks or however many weeks of celebration Mm -hmm. just to take it from us? Mm -hmm. And, you know, flipping that, though, that thought, my sinful flesh likes to phrase it that way. Like, why would Mm -hmm. you give us this just to take it from us? When really the reality is God was gracious to give us that three Mm -hmm. weeks of joyfulness to celebrate and um prepare together and I am thankful for that that brief brief period of time it was I will never forget it so all in all if any of this made sense I feel like I've just been rambling trying not to trying to speak um 
just been learning to fight for joy and contentment, even in the midst of sorrow, which Avery explained beautifully at the last episode, how we can have just joy and sorrow at the same time, mm. and how that is the mark of the Christian life in some ways, uh, and just really leaning on the Lord through prayer. I never realized how uh, God is so compassionate and cares for us so deeply through prayer. And um, that has just been something I've been clinging to in a lot of the Psalms, uh, just reminding myself that God is good and he cares more for any of us than I can far even imagine. And um, trying to prepare for raising this child that God has entrusted me to disciple and raise up this child in his word and in his truth and to not squander this season of my life and with a pity party mm. or but to be take that joy and use it to start training myself to train my child. Mm. And um I would say that's there's so much more, but I just I don't even know where I would begin to start all of that. Annie, I want to thank you for sharing that um, and being vulnerable with us. It's been, like Avery, a really big joy in my life to walk alongside you in what the Lord is teaching you. And it's just a very sobering moment, I think, in, in everything. And I think that that's part of the reason why we wanted to make these three-part episodes. Um, this is part of the reason why we wanted to talk about this, because it's not glamorous. It's not um, necessarily something that you want to publicize. It's very vulnerable. It's very deep. And it's very hard-hitting. But in the midst of all of this, it's it's God who shines so much brighter all the more. There's a quote that I love. It's that God's grace is better seen and received against the backdrop of our utter helplessness. And I think that that just, whoo, like that. It's so true, especially in times like this. You know, he is so much more glorious in all of this. And I love that he has given us the strength and the grace to recognize that in these moments because it's these moments of suffering that really makes or breaks you. And I'm really thankful that he has allowed this to become a sharpening iron in our life. Amen. And if you don't understand a thing I say this entire episode, that's what I want. That's what I've been praying that would be a takeaway, just that I'm sinful and God is exceedingly merciful and gracious. Um, yeah. And Avery, I think that held podcast you said mentioned this. I think too, I thought before I went into this whole season, not knowing I was going to go into it, but that I had a really good theology of like grief and how to handle it. But this was such a unique grieving season that I've never experienced before. And I, it really shook me and I'm thankful for, um, a gracious God who holds us, holds us fast to him. And so we won't slip away and fall away. Amen, Annie. And I was reminded too, just while you were both talking is just like alongside God's goodness and giving us seasons of suffering, I'm also so thankful for you guys' friendship in this season of suffering that um, we, by God's grace, have been strengthened as friends, 
together. And Mm -hmm. that has been such a testament to his goodness because Mm -hmm. naturally as sinners, we want to make it about us. We want to, you know, Mm -hmm. want everyone to be looking at us, want everyone to be um, suffering alongside us when we're hurting um, or joyful alongside us when we're joyful or whatever it may be. But I have just been so encouraged and sharpened by both of y'all in just seeing God be glorified in your own lives and how even though we're all three experiencing different things, we've been able to do it together and see God work and sharpen us through each other's experiences. And that has been so sanctifying and such a blessing that I will never take for granted and will always remember in the future. Just what a sweet gift that has been. Yeah, really. Yeah, we were even talking when we were about to do this podcast, you know, how cool would it be to have this podcast a year from now? You know, so much can happen in a year. So much can happen in a month. So much may happen even tomorrow. But I think a beauty of the valley is the fact that that's all it is. It's a valley. God is with you in the valley, but there is there is light at the end of this tunnel. And so I think um, to be able to look back on this and to savor this moment, which not a lot of people like to do. People get to these p- points in their life and all they want to do is get to the next point. But I think God is really teaching all of us that savoring this is so important because it allows us to then recognize and minister to people who are also walking through this. And that's just the beauty of the body of the church. I was reminded of this verse, blessed are those who go to the house of mourning, then to the house of feasting. And just a reminder, my husband brought this up to me that we should, like Alexa was saying, savor those moments when we are in a house of mourning or weeping because suffering is what draws us to the Lord in ways that we can never experience the closeness to him without the suffering. And so we shouldn't take, like Alexa was saying, moments where we're like, I just want to get out of this valley because it hurts. And I get that. That's that's normal to want to be not where you are and to be like, God, I wish I could just see what a year from now looks like so I wouldn't be so sad. But those moments are so purposeful in our faith And that is what God uses to grow the richness and depth of our relationship with him. And we shouldn't take them for granted because one day we will be back on a mountaintop and we might not feel as close to him as we are now. And so we should be savoring every moment, even if it really does hurt. Amen. That's so true. Um, mm, I just, I've missed this. I've missed talking to you guys and I've missed... Uh, And I know we've all been busy and I know that the Lord has been gracious in teaching us all things. And we haven't stopped talking as friends. I mean, we talk every day, but I think taking time out of our day to just have these conversations in length is just so refreshing to my soul. Um, And I'm hoping that people listening are refreshed as well, because this isn't a perspective that you'll get from the world. This isn't what society feeds us every day. This isn't the worldview in which the secular um, mind thinks this is abnormal, but this is the beauty of the gospel. This is redemption in essence. So um, Annie, I just want to thank you again for sharing your heart with us. We know that this wasn't the easiest thing for you to talk about. And I know myself, um, I have been encouraged um, and I'm sure that others listening have also been encouraged by your testimony of God's goodness and sustainability in your life. 
And like Annie was saying, we pray that as a result of this time together, that God is seen as glorious in the midst of all things and that the truths in which he is teaching us is something that you can take with you in your daily life, whether you are in a season of suffering or not. Suffering comes in all measures, but we're hoping that you can take some encouragement with you. Um, And we thank you for tuning in to the first two episodes. If you would like to stick around, I will be sharing my heart and what God is teaching me in my own season um, in part three. So, uh, but Annie, we just thank you again for sharing. And we hope that those of you listening just have a blessed day, but we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.